All right, AK Heads, we are back with another edition of the Talking Lead AK Corner presented by Pioneer Arms Corps. This is part six, and it is going to be a doozy. I mean, you guys thought last month's AK Corner was awesome with Jim Fuller. This one gets triple, triple the, the what do you what would you call it, greatness? Triple greatness, triple threat, triple... Triple threat, <laughs> triple... Triple badassery. So, triple shit's about to happen. So we brought Jim back, and uh, Jim came full force and brought some friends with him. Jim, you want to introduce your, your buddies that you brought along for this, this episode of AK Corner? I brought along, I guess. Okay, well, this, this gentleman right here, this would be Mr. Travis Haley. I think people might know who he is. And, of course, this little fella here, Sasquatch. <laughs> You've heard that name, yeah. This is Brian Keeney right here. Brian Keeney of Occam Defense. He's no stranger to the Talking Lead podcast. Uh, he was on our Black Friday Cyber Monday edition, and uh, we're talking about some, some awesome stuff that they've got going on. I know some of you leadheads took advantage of that. Uh, but, but the other gentleman that you mentioned there, Travis Haley, uh, very well known. I know all you leadheads uh, are familiar with Travis Haley, uh, but just for those people who have been living in closet, Brian, won't you won't you give Travis a little uh, ingratiation there? Yeah, sure. Tra- Travis uh, was one of the first people that I came across for uh, for training and really found his doctrine to be incredible. I can't believe it's taken this long to train with him. He's uh, former Marsoc. He, um, he's ex-Blackwater, was on the Bremer detail. YouTube famous for a Najaf firefight um, where he's smoking fools at it, I don't know, a thousand yards or something. Um, you know, it's a pretty pretty extraordinary video. There's a bunch of other stuff like that. Um, he's sort of Mr. Speed in the in the gun world. Um, kind you know, of sudden, isn't he? A little sudden. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's very agile, precise. Um, he's sort of the, um, the scientist thinking man of the gun training world and does involve a lot of scientific instrumentation and he feeds that back into his training methodology very interesting individual highly intelligent a lot of fun to take a class from very cool so as you guys may surmise our topic is going to be training this episode among other things but we're going going to uh, target the training Uh, just so happens that these guys are on a lunch break from one of uh Travis's training classes right now. What what course are you guys doing? Uh, well, hey, first off, thanks for having me on, man. Uh, this, is, this is a great opportunity, perfect timing, obviously. And, uh, yeah, we're sitting here doing a D5 AK course. Our D5 programs are our disruptive science programs, right? And that's uh, and it's not just a catchphrase that people try to turn this shit into. It's, it's, it's about taking what we already do and use on a daily basis. You know, we commit our lives at, at my company and my staff my i mean like brian was saying we we put a lot of a lot of tools and a lot of people to work um spend a lot of time and a lot of money on trying to find answers that are uh, a lot of times we think are uh, we have to reach for when they're actually right in front of us right um you know things like kinesiology and and uh you know understanding a little bit more about biomechanical efficiency and so when people say i'm, I'm mr speed i'm actually i laugh i'm like look i'm just i just maximize the law of least effort man i'm actually la- i'm actually just lazy take the path of um, least resistance hell yeah that's right and of course there are times we have to you know we have to move we have to use a little bit more force we have to understand how 
how we work. So we like to study human engineering. And that's what we, again, in our labs, do a lot of these tests with our psychologists, uh, doing physiological testing and body alarm response studies and um, and actually get to test them. We don't just read books or talk to doctors. We actually have systems in place that we can actually read, um, you know, for your heart rate, heart rate variability, what physiological stressors are your brain waves actually stressed? Do we have the capability to actually tweak people's brain waves in our labs, uh, in our Scottsdale headquarters? So, again, we take a lot of those things and then, to, of course, take our experiences, combine that with our research, uh, and then, of course, our failures. Uh, that we found that help us create success and we share that with people and that's what this three-day format is about out here so that's going to be a whole nother show we have travis on is we're going to talk about his labs that sounds just damn interesting right there i'd love to hear more about that it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun yeah it, it, it helps it prevents us from uh from falling into our own preconceived notions or patterns or experiences or recipes or uh, hey, hey, the so-and-so shooting method, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff is branded and that's fine. I mean, we all love brands, right? We are, we're brands ourselves. But when we start branding things we didn't invent, I, I kind of step back and go, wait a minute, I shouldn't say that. You know, words have meaning, for example, or, you know, the so-and-so shooting method. That's why you'll never hear of the Haley strategic shooting method, because there's no such thing. Um, it's because I didn't invent gravity. I didn't invent friction or leverage or biomechanics. I just simply study them on a daily basis and then figure out a better way to the, you know, the whole, the whole thing that you guys offer, again, that's something that I want to get into with you maybe in another episode and you've got more time. I know you guys are limited on time and we want to get into the training. So talk more about your D5 Kalash class in particular and where's it at? You're in Las Vegas. We're in Las Vegas. Yep, we're in Las Vegas. Uh, at uh, we're at Pro Gun Club for uh, for this course, and um, so it's it's a combined thing. Jim and I do this every year, and we he'll do his build class, and then he'll, we'll have a lot of crossover with his guys coming into our class, and um, so it gives them the opportunity to run their gun they just built and uh, and see how how it plays out. Perfect complement um, to one another. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's, it's been a very popular thing. So we do it every year around this time, back to back like this. Yeah, so it's a really diagnostic course, both I think mechanically and uh, mentally, physically as well. Uh, but like when you're, I mean, they, and AKs are a little bit different than the AR world, right? The ARs are, um, they're Legos, man. You know, they're yeah. There's a complex, there's a complex way to build them. You know, a lot of people will talk trash about ARs or talk trash about AKs. It's like, look, I love everything. I pick up any gun and shoot it. Um, because it's just it's it's just an awesome thing to do that and to have as much knowledge as possible about every weapon system you pick up that's what makes you better in life as a sh- if you consider yourself a shooter um, you're more well versed and a lot of people say well that's you're overthinking it man just pick one thing and stick with it it's like well I, that's not me number one I'm not that kind of person I'm a quick starter um, I don't have a preferred gun that I go to all the time so but it's like it's me right I'm the one that makes it run the gun so that's what the course is about is we start with uh, the basic principles of us, like understanding ourselves first before the rifle. And I think the emphasis out there in today's community is all about technical, tactical, physical, and this and that. It's like, no, let's, uh, let's, that's the tip of the iceberg. Let's, let's look at what's underneath the water just waiting to come out. And that's us, man. That's the science behind what we do. So we share that in this class from starting on day one with, uh, with zero. We're talking about the zero and a gun and our zero is a little bit different, uh, and Brian could probably talk to that or Jim, but mm-hmm. it's uh, we don't just go out to 25 meters and shoot a gun and say, okay, we're good. Let's go run some fast drills. We spent what most of the half of the day or more, yep. you know, zeroing the gun back to 200 meters 
And if I had a bigger range, I'd go even further because that's truly <laughs> doping the gun, right? right. No, um, I know that you had a shooting at 750 yards down in Arizona. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, and if, and if we have the range, we'll do that. Every every shooter in a class, I got 20, 20, 25 people. Um, they'll all go and push the guns out to six, 700 meters if we have the capability to do it. And they're shocked at how easy it is once we've doped the gun, looked at the math, and now you have a very simple template. And it's not mine. It's you actually get to have – it's an experiential zero is what I call it. Mm-hmm. And then you get to learn your dope for your gun. So um, we start with that, and then we go into biomechanics. We talk about stance and feel and how leverage helps us versus uh, not using good leverage, like bending versus leaning. Words have meaning. Um, and then we start going into a little bit of ocular science, talking about the eyes and how we work so we can pick up targets faster, how we can move our bodies faster. Uh, we can see the forest as we need and increase our reaction times. And then we get into trigger control principles, a little bit of math, a little bit of neuromuscular timing and things like that. And so it's uh, it's an old school, traditional AK course with a with a modern science flair on it, man, I guess, to, to simplify it. Can I add something to that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, the one thing I would say about about Haley's courses versus anything else out there is there it's a it's a very balanced Western approach to an Eastern gun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of training out there that tries to, what I, the term I use is like M4, the AK, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And if they're not the same gun. They can't be ran the same way and they need to be looked at a different way. And mm-hmm. this class, the D5 class itself of all the different AK training that I've done personally, this seems to, this seems to bring all those items together better melding with our Western mindset than most of the other stuff I've seen. Not that the other training I've had is bad. It's mm-hmm. just that this really does seem to be a very uh, comprehensive approach to learning this weapon system and applying the principles that we all know and are used to. There's a reason why we say thinkers before shooters. It's really a thinking course, and it's also a shooting course is how I describe it because of other people's feedback. Um, it's we, we tend, again, focus on the gun too much, and it's not about that. You know, yeah. it's about understanding us and then it's the person you can, you can take your philosophies and apply that to any any firearm pretty much right it's, it's like the debate between m4s or ak's okay uh okay well this sucks that sucks you should it's like okay guys come on that's a high school argument you know, why are we even having <laughs> they're the two best guns in the world who gives, <laughs> a, who gives yeah. a shit number one and they're like well i'll show you with my ak i'm like all right let's go let's, let's i start pacing yeah. the shit off and then they're like oh wait 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 let's not do that so it doesn't matter. It still comes down to the man or the woman. Yeah, well, there's a really cool, this, this zeroing process that, that Travis did. You know, he's a, a trained sniper, as I understand it. And um, what, Word what on I've the street says that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, what I have read about with sniper schools is doing cold bore shots every morning. And that is exactly the way he starts the day. And, uh, you know, there's this awful episode. Oh, well, the first day is zero. Yeah, well, and and sorry, I should have said, what I meant to say is we'd repeat the zero every morning with the cold bore. And the cold bore part is not so much what I'm interested in. It's the repetitions of doing it three days in a row. You start to really get a feel for what's going on with your rifle at extended ranges. And um, it was a it's a it's a practice. It's not just a thing that you should do once while you're with him right. what he's doing is training your mind to be thinking about this extended you know the, the combat effective range that the ak is, mm-hmm. is 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 useful over and then actually practicing shooting from those positions quite a bit and it, i i found it to be a really neat experience because we're seeing you know 
out of the, the, the guns I'm building and certainly the gun Jim's been doing this for forever, but you can get a one MOA gun out of a, uh, out of an AK. And so you should give it the respect it deserves of backing up and, and getting, there's not many one MOA, one MOA shooters out there. And so yeah, becoming a good enough shooter to be as good as the AK is should be on the top of every serious right. gunfighters list. I think. Well, the, I mean, look at it this way. The AK is the most villainized platform in the world, right? Um, it's the evil gun. We start with that with history. You know, Jim and I bounce back and forth in the classes talking about some of those. Uh, I don't know what you call stigmas. them, but the stigmas. Yeah, it's a good word. Good word for it. When and I go, wait a minute, because like my dad, I grew up with that. We can talk about it if we have time. But like my first rifle I ever owned was an AK. Okay, very cool. And my dad's like, why do you want that commie gun? You know, and I'm like. <laughs> I didn't know it at the time, but now I'm like, well, shit, over 50, over 50 coalition countries in the world um, use the AK platform, right? It's not just the bad guys. Right. Um, so it's it gives you a, a little bit better understanding of the platform. We talk about the history and why it was designed and where it came from. And it just it's like, hey, let's let's change the mindset a little bit. You know, and who's a bad guy different. today might be, a, you know, an ally tomorrow, too. So that changes constantly. That's right. That's right, <laughs> so. yeah. And, and, and also another stigma is like, well, the AK is a— an unreliable and inaccurate weapon. Well, I mean, it certainly depends if it's built in Jim or Brian's shop versus in a mud hut in Durka Durkistan. But well, my my line for that is the AK is such a good design it could be built horribly wrong and still work. <laughs> wow. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Got, yeah. yeah, I've got guns that I've I have that are in the you know 1950s AKs, Type Twos, and stuff like that that still work with all the original parts. They're like a champ. So I think what people uh, are wanting to hear and what what you're saying is, you know, it's not, there's not a special way to train with an AK-47. It's it's train the person and the basics of shooting and combativeness, and that's going to apply, you know, across all platforms. Is that what I'm hearing? Is that what yeah, to, to a point. I mean, yeah, we, we want to train the brain to think first before just you know, judge or analyze or criticize the platform. It's yeah. so it's like we got to work on the the uh, you and know those, that those mindset noises you guys is are hearing in the background. They're at the range, so that's not somebody knocking. That's a gunshot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Well, and and but, Travis actually does not to cut in on you, but Travis does deal with the particulars of um, the manual of arms, like like in terms of when you've got a, an AK magazine. Um, use what's called the beer can grip and to register the mag he, he teaches pushing down so that you're at the base of the mag for right. insertion that's a very particular ergonomic difference with the ak and you know rocking your knuckles up to the, to the right. handguard and pulling and, back he does go over those particulars and that brings me to where i was headed with this is uh as far as you know the training goes there are certain things that you have to train specifically for an ak because of the difference in the platform itself, it's got different mechanisms and it's a completely different platform. But so you have to train for the mag changes, the mag drops, the safety's different. Talk about some of that stuff that you specifically train for the AK. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. There's going to be a, a couple different techniques. And, and put it this way, right? A lot of people get hung up around the axle or bets around the axle when it's, hey, do it this way, do it that way. It's an AK, it's an AR, whatever. Look, I don't jump on my Toyota Tacoma and drive it the way I do a race car. I don't drive a race car the way I drive my Toyota Tacoma. It's a different weapon system or a different vehicle at that point. It's a different bike. It's a different parachute. It's a different this. It's a different that. So everything's going to take slightly different things. And so my 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 problem 
personally, not the problem. I never start a sentence with that because I mean, somebody's absolute. They don't. They have all the answers, in my opinion. Is people say simplify it, man. Try to do the same thing for multiple platforms. It doesn't work that way, right? And so, right. if you think that we can't do that, then you're absolutely right because it's a mindset issue because you have already proven yourself that you can't do something. And that's with me. I'm just a different guy, man. I'm unpredictable. I'm disruptive. If somebody says, Travis, you'll never be able to do that. Uh, the first thing I just say is hold my beer. I'm that guy. <laughs> um, because I want to see if I can not to prove somebody wrong. I want to see if it's, if it's, a, if it's, there's an ability to do things. And, and so we look at sports performance. We look at vehicles, we look at aircraft, you know, 120 years ago or whatever the timeline is, the Wright brothers are trying to figure out how to take sticks and tape and freaking string to make a damn airplane fly and today less than 120 years later we can't even fathom the shit that they have out there that they're flying that we don't even know about so look at weapons now in the last 120 years in my opinion not much has changed right that was 1903 so, by the way 1903 okay, yeah. Yeah, was First, that? i'm almost there you're, you're, you're close yeah you're close. Wow, that's a good, good guess but yeah we look a little different yeah our gear is different um, but we're still slinging lead down range. You know, the thing that I've noticed about the aviation community or, uh, I'm a Guinea pig, man. I've studied a lot of different arts. I, I went to culinary school to learn how to shoot better. I went to bar dancing school to learn how to, sh- to move my body better. You sound like Jerry um, Rice. I, yeah, I, I do. I, I'm like that. I just, I, he was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it works. <laughs> You know, of course, all of the extreme sports that I love to do to stay on the edge physiologically so I can understand and, and di- diagnose what my body's doing, my brain's thinking, all these different things out there. I've learned so much more from those people, professional athletes that I talk to on, on a frequent basis than I ever have in the shooting communities. And I noticed that their communities focus more on people instead of the shit they're doing or building or making, right? Right. It's like, you know, th- yeah, okay, we ba- we all build equipment. We all, we all do very well in and our product development and sharing that with other people. But you know what? It's That's the whole point. Uh, we live in a world of products. We live in a world of training nowadays where it's almost a full-time job trying to figure out where to start. Um, but uh, make sure that you're going with somebody. That's why I hang out with very specific people in this industry that know their core and will never abandon it. Because even though we live in that world of products, it's not about products, man. It's about people. And that's what our training's about. And that's what our product development's about. Um, and that's where we want to try to take those advancements from other places. Like, hey, they're building fighter jets around people. They're not building a fighter jet just to make money to build a fighter jet. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to build it around that person because they're going to be pulling extreme maneuvers, extreme G-forces on their body. They're going to have psychological and physiological, neurological changes. So they study those things. They actually teach the pilots those things. They teach the race car drivers those things. I went to freaking culinary school, and the chef is talking about, here's biomechanical efficiency when you're chopping with a knife. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait <on>. a minute. <laughs> Why is a chef talking about this, and it's making me cut better on a cutting board? But I've never thought about that or been explained that in the, in the shooting or tactics community, even in special operations, which it's getting better, but there's still a massive deficiency. So uh, I guess before I leave this this beautiful and shitty earth, I would like to think that I can leave a little bit more knowledge behind to try to get us going in that direction, man. Very cool. So, Brian, you are, you're actually a student this week with Travis and Jim. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are some key points that you've taken away from this course so far? I know you still got some, a couple of days left. Um, so far, what what's your key, yeah. key takeaway? A few hours left. A few hours? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, last day. I think Travis has a lot to offer training with him. Um, uh, 
you know, there's, there's certain instructors, uh, where they're great, but I would train with them only after I had a, a sound foundation. And Travis is unique in that I think you can get something from him at any level and beginner shooters will be able to walk into this as long as they're safe. Yeah. And even on it, they can be really slow, but if you have a, a, a safe, slow shooter, that's real new going to a, a lot. to it, they'll get a, they'll get a ton. And, um, that's really cool. There's a bunch of foundational stuff and I don't mean that like it's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's the found the physical foundation that everything rests on, like the holes in my prone stance, for instance, that have been made clear to me during this class are gaping. You know, I'm pretty good standing, kneeling, moving. I've spent a lot of time training those. I don't train a lot of prone. And um, so that was a big takeaway for me. It's a long way for you to get down to the ground. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've got a a somewhat weird body. So, yeah, there's some, I have some biomechanical challenges that he's been, the fine points, I don't want to give away his course. But, yeah, yeah. So getting down there is a little tricky. Um, So I got to work on that. But in terms of key points, takeaways, his um, his manual of arm stuff is really solid. Um, his safety is he runs a safe range. Worried, I I'm not worried about getting shot here, which is great. And and I that's key, you know. Um, that's key. <laughs> that's key. Um, and that's not in contrast to anybody else. I'm just saying, like, no, like, no, uh, no, no, no. There's the safe range. No, there's there's some unsafe ass people out there. I'll say it. Yeah. Um, and so they, they just don't know. They, so they really don't know the difference. So what we what we stress on this show, not just the AK Corner, but the Talking Lead show as a whole, is if you're going to own a firearm, train. And that's not just going and you know getting your carry permit or whatever it may be. You know you need to take a defensive uh, course for that platform that you're taking. So you own an AR-15, go take a course that's specific to AR-15 training. You own an AK-47, which we're talking about right now. Go take an AK-47 class that's, you know, specific for that. Now, do your homework. Obviously, you know, we want you guys to, to give uh, Haley a, a shot here and, and let him do, you know, do some work for you. But, you know, Jim uh, offers the, the, the armors courses, you know, not just using it, but also learn your weapon and how it works and how to fix it. And, you know, that all goes hand in hand as being a responsible firearms owner. Yeah, 100%. And, and if I could start it. I don't want to talk over Jim here, but I'm a student of both of these guys. I built my first AK with Jim four or five years ago, and it was a phenomenal foundation. Obviously, I've, I, you know, I think I've, I've progressed pretty well. He gave me a great set of tools, and that class people think might think it's expensive. For two grand, you get three days of stellar instruction. You get to run a machine gun. You get to hang out with a legend and learn directly from him. And then you get a thousand to fifteen hundred dollar gun at the end of it on a bonus. It's one of the cheapest if you want to look at like unit cost yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's one of the cheapest things you'll get. Likewise, Haley is a, a top tier instructor, and yes, it's eight hundred bucks for his class, but it's three three full days. You're going from ass early until wait, dark. wait. It's only eight hundred dollars. It's only eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. That is not. So, that's not bad at all. With no extra fees, like they cover the range. I don't know if this is true everywhere, but they covered the range fee. Like they're they're putting on one hell of a show, and so both of these guys, dollar for dollar, people should be spending. You know, there's that rule that you should spend twice on the scope what you paid for the rifle. You should spend like four times as much on training as you paid. Like let's say you buy a Wasser as your first AK, 
go out and take four classes before you before you think about buying another gun. I'm, I'm going to one up of, you. I don't know exactly the number. But yeah, I'm one like upping you on the training. Is you you can never spend enough on training. It's something that you don't want to just do one time. It's something that you want to continue to do through your life. You know, through your ownership of the firearm as well. Yep. Uh, so yep. I mean, there's no just I took this class and I'm good to go. You always no. need to stay tuned. No. Something I'll add in there. I'll add in there for the listeners is uh, a lot of people say, "Well, they're either intimidated to go to a class, or they're, or they'll think, oh, that's a basic fundamental class, and I'm more advanced.' You, we have to be careful with those mindsets. You're never too uh-huh. advanced to yep. do the basic fundamentals because if there's anything advanced at all, it's simply advanced applications of the basic fundamentals. That's it. <clears throat> so when uh-huh. people are looking for a class. I see this big issue nowadays with the tactical world, the, the, which, again, that has a meaning, right? It's the decisions, keyword, that one makes in battle that determine their success or failure. It doesn't mean the gun you have, the, the camouflage you're wearing, the backpack and the chest rigs and the bullshit you buy. It's about your brain, your mindset. <clears throat> so with that, if you're going to build a house, what's the first thing you have to have and what's the most solid thing in the house? A good realtor. <laughs> <laughs> That is very true. It's a selfless <laughs> plug. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm actually yeah, yeah. Marty's a, a realtor as well. I'm That's actually, why he's making a joke. I, I do a little real estate myself. I'm going to steal that from you. Nice. Um, nice. So with that foundation, right, you got to have the foundation set. It's got to be solid. And I see a lot of people that have been shooting for a long times, and their foundations may be cracked or it's not. It's never been really solid. And then we'll say, hey, look, you're not throwing flashbangs and doing hondo rolls today, okay, but you're going to be working on your foundation. And then they all of a sudden will see the appreciation behind that because here's my take on it. You cannot put tactics into basic fundamentals, but you can take basic fundamentals and put it into any tactical situation you want um, or find yourself in. So make sure that people out there are looking at the proper training and starting at that level. Even if you're at what you would consider advanced level, keep working your foundation. And then you go up to the next course and start doing skill sets and tactics. And then you go up to the next course after that, if you can find one, shameless plug like our D7 courses in Scottsdale, where you actually get a chance to do real, real judgmental use of force style training mm-hmm. uh, not just simunitions not paintball i'm talking actually physiological testing and training on your mind and your body to see what you're actually capable of under real stress like we are we use simulations with mixed reality so your brain your amygdala is still firing in reality right so you have to actually learn in that environment not just how to shoot but how to control and reprogram or repath your information to the frontal point of your brain your frontal cortex to Mm -hmm. make better decisions and then what we find is people get in those scenarios or get into tactics class and they get stressed out and their amygdala starts talking as we call it we call it amygdala amygdala attack um so if you're getting attacked and you're not (laughs) the aa so it's like we should call it aa i'm I'm a bit of a smart ass you'll find out travis (laughs) <laughs> no man that's, that's, we'll get on great but uh <laughs> yeah so it's like that's the thing we're really focused on there where you go to a force on force train everybody's just going freaking crazy sending paint down range it's like no 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 there has to be a very specific process when you get to that level right and everybody want everybody you guys know man everybody wants sex right they want sex they want the sexiest yeah. the sexiest the sexiest training <laughs> and that's cool but it's when you the problem is we don't want to do the work right and there's a thing that we focus on in this class. The number one thing we start with, we work throughout the day, we end with is a deliberate practice model. So that's what we're sharing as a model for people to take away. 
and then they realize when they have something that's tangible, they can they can actually go back because I don't care. I told these guys I don't give a shit what you learn in, in these three days, as horrible as that sounds. What I really care about is what you take away on day four, day five, a month from now, and then what are you applying at that point? And I, I've never I haven't found a whole lot of that in my own personal training and going out. I've got very few select people that I work with and train with that kind of think outside the box like we do at HSP. And um, other than that, it's like everybody sucked into this thing, this niche, this, uh, and there's no niches in a gunfight, man. Mm-mm. So that's, that's where I have to think outside the box. Right. So, so I, I see Jim's back there. He, he's got, he's got something he wants to add to that. I can tell nobody puts Jim in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I tried to put him in the front and he, he, for whatever reason was being very gracious and, and uh, yeah, letting me sit up front. Uh, it's I got we're being respectful. We're in a minivan, believe it or not. Nice. <laughs> and, and, the, and the elder person always sits with the sliding glass, the sliding door. Jim, you got something uh, to add? Yeah, I forgot. You forgot what it was. <laughs> He's thinking I'm a handicapped. You know, fan. I've been shooting AKs for thir- over thirty years, shooting them, running them, working on them. I know this gun pretty well. I've done a lot with it. What was it two years ago? I took that class down in Arizona, Travis. Yeah, I think so. About two years. Yeah. Uh, prior to that point, I'd never shot an AK farther away than 500 yards. And when, as we were, that range that he uses down there has the ability to go out to 750, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're working our way back and we get to 500. And I'm, yeah, okay, this is cool, man. And then, okay, back to six. I'm what? <laughs> you know, and then it's back to seven. Then it's back to 750. I'm, wait, no, well, come hey, on. You, on. I didn't expect me to hit anything this far. <laughs> and he goes, he says to me, you know what your holdover is, right? I said, yeah, I think it was 80 inches or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he goes, yeah, 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 that's good. Do that. I fired one shot. He was spotting for me. Yeah. I fired one shot. And I'm going, this is a joke. This ain't going to happen. And I was running a 5.45 gun with an aim point on it. And I'm thinking, no, this is this is too much for this gun. I missed the first. He spotted my first shot, said you were low. And then I think I fired five or six shots after that hit every time. It was It was one of the most amazing moments in training i think i ever had because i had convinced myself i had convinced my brain that that gun could not do that and in essence told myself i couldn't do it yeah right exactly you know? yeah. Just, like, just like the military teaches us when we're growing up man we're like hey you're not going to be capable beyond this point so we go okay roger that and it's until we start pushing the human boundary not the gun the gun's physically capable mm-hmm. we are physically capable the problem is we have to mentally convince ourselves of it Right. And that's what we that's what we love doing is helping people convince themselves that um, you can do this. Just all you have to do is, is think about it and understand what the elements are working with here and then apply them and execute right. and be willing to fail. And I think a lot of people are willing or are not willing to fail at courses. You know, even other instructors, they'll be like, you, you actually take people back to 700 yards? I'm like, yeah, why not? It's like, well, first off, you'll never get in a gunfight that far away. I'm like, well, first off, don't say that because I haven't been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't hold my beer. But I'm just going to take my beer with me because you obviously can't handle it. Um, and in the same time, it's like it's the marathon mentality. If you if you had to go out and run a mile, would you go out and practice running a mile every day? A lot of people do. I'll go practice running 10 miles for that one mile. Because right. when you tell me I got to run a mile, I laugh and say, hold my beer right it's like so that's what we give people mentally in a class that you you walk away and you see the, the light bulbs you see the smiles and the shit eating grins start coming out when they hit that plate um it doesn't mean they're ever going to have to shoot that far but dude their their confidence boost is 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 so high that if they do have to do a quick shot at 100 200 it's like it's like another right. ordinary problem to deal with right 
Absolutely. So I know you guys are, are running short on time. How much time do you think we got? We're, we're, we're probably, um, honestly, about five more minutes, man. Okay, sounds good. That'll give us enough time to do some of these listener-submitted questions. Uh, but before we do that, real quick, uh, give your uh, website, social media, where everybody can get in touch with you guys. I'm going to go around the, the, the minivan. <laughs> OccamDefense.com. That's O-C-C-A-M. And if you just Google us, you'll you'll find us. And that's Brian Keeney. Yep. And RifleDynamics.com. Jim Fuller. Jim Fuller on Facebook. Fuller AK on Instagram. And for my company, is HaleyStrategic.com. And then the training is also inside that same website, just HaleyStrategicTrain.com. We are available also on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and probably some other stuff that I don't know. I have to ask my marketing guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you guys travel with your training, Travis, or do you do it at a specific location? We have our headquarters in Scottsdale, Arizona, where we do our D7 programs because of the training center that we have there with the uh, the equipment. Uh, it's hard to bring all that stuff on the road. It's very sophisticated stuff. And um, then we have our mobile training teams that, yes, we travel all over the place. I mean, we, we're in Vegas today, Utah tomorrow's in Virginia three days ago. Uh, and I was somewhere else before that. I don't remember what day it is. Uh, so yeah, we're constantly moving and shaking and baking all around the country. So on our training schedule, you can see we can't be everywhere. Trust me. I'm still trying to figure out how to clone myself. Maybe Brian can help me with that <laughs> with his expertise, but, um, yeah, we're all over the, all over the country as much as we possibly can. Very cool. So and you guys can go to their website and check that, that schedule out. And of course you can go to gyms to find out about the courses that they have available as well. And uh, Brian's got some news. We're going to have Brian back on a little bit later. Uh, we're going to get into talking about his new uh, 1775 rifle. Uh, but before we uh, lose, lose Jim and, and, and Travis here, let's go to the listener questions here. Uh, let's go to the first one. Is there a steep learning curve in training someone to effectively run an AK when they are already familiar with the AR? Only if they already have all the answers. <laughs> got to have an open mind. Yeah. You, you do, yeah, but uh, the answer is uh, no. I don't. I don't believe so. It's is it a little bit more clunky, or may need some some more uh, love, care, tweaking, maintenance. You know, like I mean, how many guys we kind of tweaked or fixed safeties, and you know, hey, don't use that magazine. Your gun doesn't like that. Don't take a Dremel to it. Like so, there's that curve that we don't have to deal with on the AR side of the house. Uh, but other than that, as far as the the manipulation manual of arms, again, everything takes deliberate practice and if you have a model for that anything's achievable very cool jim you got anything to add to that it's hard to beat that there you it's go much that's true. a good answer wasn't it yep. all right so uh, <laughs> well, that's your expertise dude <laughs> so this question's for travis and brian uh, for you personally why the ak what was your first memory what grew the passion for the ak platform and that's going to be for you too jim I know we already asked you that last episode, but let's do it again. Uh, real quick, before I was even into defensive weapons, I was designing scientific instruments, had to um, make an automated sample loader so people would put a powdered material into a cassette, and then there'd be a stack of cassettes, and the machine would have to eat these cassettes and then shit them out when it was done. And I thought, hmm, what's the most reliable machine out there that I can rip off? That's who has already solved this problem. And this is way before I was into, I said, black, as I said, black guns. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the Kalashnikov, let me go look at how that thing works. And holy hell, if you start looking at the first principles of why the AK is reliable, it starts with the cartridge and it gets, it's, it's, it keeps going. The, the awesomeness as to why the AK works the way it does 
is really great. And I, I have not reached the bottom of that pool yet of the, the neat things about it. And um, I'll shut up there in the interest of time. <laughs> Sharon, what about you, man? Well, I think, as, as I told you, the first AK I ran across was an ugly, beat-up piece of shit that I was actually not wanting to shoot because it didn't right. look safe. Yeah. But it ran flawlessly. And that was a, quite an eye-opener for me. And I never really looked back after that. It's just my gun. It's what I like. I spent five years running M4s because I, I taught for a company that didn't allow AKs. And that's the, that was my five-year affair with the M4. And I ended up going back to the AK as soon as I left that company because it's just the gun that works for me. It's what I like. Travis. For me, man, uh, I'll try to keep it short. Back in 1986, was it? Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was younger. I don't know if I was in high school yet. Um, it was around that some, time. Some guy that I, I, I used to, I look up to a little bit, kind of a, a, a the hero back in those days, said uh, it, uh, the AK-47 makes a very distinct sound when fired at you, so remember it. Um, obviously, Clint Eastwood said that in the movie Heartbreak Ridge, which I knew at that time as a young kid I wanted to be a recon Marine, so that was my thing. And... Um, <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got every which way but loose on. <laughs> he's got, he's damn place was on TV right now. Okay, yeah. awesome. So, um, anyways, I, I, I knew what I wanted to do as a young kid, man. And I, uh, I grew up in a family. I'm the eighth generation gunfighter in my family on the Haley side from the American Revolutionary War. Uh, basically, every Haley in my family's been in every major conflict up until today. So. And my brother's a Marine, Lieutenant Colonel, everything. So I, I knew that I would get all the experience that I needed with a AR platform in the military. But I, for some reason, the Kalashnikov platform just kind of spoke to me. And so uh, I begged my dad to go buy an AK. I'm, I was a swamp rat from northern Florida. And he's like, why can't you get a hunting rifle like every other kid your age? And I, I said, well, it's because it, I... I I don't want to hunt a rifle. I want to know the enemy's weapon, right? And, and so eventually I talked him into it. He let me go down and buy one at a pawn shop. I earned the money being an electrician. So I knew that weapon system inside. I was a young kid, and then joining the military, I realized everybody around me, if you if they picked up an AK, a lot of times they didn't even know how to load it. They didn't know how to take the safety off. They didn't understand it at all. And I'm like, guys, it's not that hard. And, uh, and it just, I always fell, you know, I always leaned towards that, that platform. It's more near and dear to me. Uh, than the AR platform is uh, because of, of not just my personal stories from growing up and having it, uh, my dad allowing me to do it. And then also at the same time, it it's actually that just that knowledge, man. I owe my dad everything for allowing me to, to buy that instead of a hunt rifle because it, it ended up saving my life. Yeah, we're all glad you did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because cool. I, 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 I'll be honest, man, I, uh, because of some examples and, or some stories, specifically one uh, that I was involved in, um, if I didn't have that opportunity as a kid to pick up that weapon and know, ins- know it inside and out, I know positively, without a doubt, man, I, I would not be here today. I would not be here just because of knowledge, because it helped me, it helped influence my ability to make a better decision under a micro-timed micro stress situation right. and uh and i owe everything to that knowledge so wow. this is uh several people have this question uh you know accessories you know the ars are known for you know you can accessorize the hell out of them as far as the ak's go what what do you guys like to put on your your ak-47 what's your accessories you run with 
Yeah, I mean, it depends. I've, I've got a whole library. Of, I try to collect every AK I can from all around the world. Um, and so I, of, of course, keep them very traditional. Uh, for my, my work guns that I carry every day, my truck gun really is a, uh, is a, a gun that Jim built for me. That was his URD Series 74. And that's just my favorite, fastest, most badass gun. It's, it thing shoots half-inch groups. Um, and it's it's a side folder. I keep it in a little bag. That's my go-to gun, I guess. But I still don't have a shit ton of accessories on it. I mean, I feel like a scout rail uh, with a little optic on there, like a T1 or an Aimpoint T2 or something, or uh, in a muzzle device. I think you can get you can get a lot of shit done with just those three items right there. What about uh, muzzle device? Was another question that somebody has when you say muzzle device. What type of muzzle device uh, do you prefer? I think. I think that kind of goes into like a lot of personal preference. I mean, of course, if you're running a, a five, four, five, it's a little easier to shoot the gun. It's a little tamer. Some people put brakes on them and then they just shoot like glass. So it depends. Do you want a fireball? Do you want a flash hider? Do you want a compensator? Um, it's hard to find a combination of those, those three. Uh, but there's, you know, I run a surefire brake with a surefire can on mine. Right. So um, for my 760 by 39s, I'll, I'll typically run something along the lines of, again, a surefire brake or muzzle device. Um, I got like the BCM 7.62 on some of my 7.62 guns. PWS makes a lot of great brakes. You see a lot of guys running those out here. And then uh, some of the traditional brakes, like on the 74. You know, the 74 really, brakes actually. It's, it's kind of like a surefire brake, honestly. Yeah. What kind of slings do you guys run? You I run his. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a combo. Slings is a, a, a it can be a, a very long story, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it this simple, man. Use what use a sling that works around you, so you don't have to work around it. That's a simple thing. So for me, on an AK, because it's more manipulation intensive, I, I guess lack of better terms there. Um, you're rocking mags in. You're not just putting a mag into a box, right? Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of guys out here having problems with their slings attached right to the side of the gun. They're moving straps out of the way just to try to get the mag in. Um, they're having problems transitioning to different targets. So I have two theories. I have my slings that I design are single and two-point. You can go back and forth depending on what you're doing. If I'm out walking through the mountains on a trail, I'm going to be in two-point because I need the comfort. If I know I'm going to be in some shitty situation or in a vehicle, I'm going to go single-point because I have more range of motion. I can break the gun down. I can switch shoulders with it. I can also get shot in the arm or the side and switch shoulders without having to come out of the sling. So there's a lot of different variables that can happen to us uh, that I think a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. I personally, to keep it simple, look at, a look at my sling as actually life support equipment because it's attached to the thing that's also saving my life. Another thing to keep in mind, too, is your sling. It, it's another thing that you're going to have to train with. So you're not going to automatically be able to do all the things that Travis just said because you went and bought that sling. You're going to have to practice and train with it. Yeah, so. you got to learn something. It's the same as buying a gun and thinking you can just run it without ever having a proper instruction on it. It's the same thing. You don't buy a piano and you become a classical master. Right. And, you know, people wait till they get out onto the range to find out that their gear doesn't work. You can effectively make a lot of money and potentially save your own life, for God's sakes, by doing some dry practice at home. You know, do it mindfully. Make sure there's no ammo in the room. Use empty magazines. Clear your gun. Be very mindful and safe about it. Point in the safe direction. But running dry at home, you will save. You will get so much more out of training and know when your shit is stupid. Like, if your sling is blocking 
your hand from loading a mag or if you're transitioning from right to left hand and the sling is in the way of the grip. Like these are obvious things that you can do on your own and debug. You don't need right. Travis to tell you that, that your equipment is garbage. Well, on the range, it's very easy to, oh, I'll just move that strap out of the way and put my mag in. In a gunfight, it's not that easy because you die because you can't get your mag and your gun down. So that's that, I take it seriously, man. I, really, I think everybody else should as well. Absolutely. Jim, back in the back seat back there, you accessories. What uh, you got tips, pointers for our listeners? Well, pretty much, I mean, we've been running our guns pretty much the same way for the last six, seven years since we started doing our production guns. And same thing, I, I like a red dot in the scout mount position with a flashlight up there, your red and white light. That's all, that's all I really need for my work. Uh, we're looking at some other ways of putting uh, hex on there so you can look at night vision stuff. Yeah. You know, with the scout mounts, you know, you, you have limited room, but there's other things coming out now. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, uh, give you a little bit more room. No, it sounds like you're alluding to something there. Is that is there something you guys want to let us let us in on? Huh? Huh? Jim, shut up! Shut up, Jim! Shut up! <laughs> he let the cat out of the bag. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, um, well, I I always I always have like my my marketing guys or social media guys might say we uh, we don't discuss what we may or may not be working on in the future. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but uh, let's put it this way: Yeah, I, I would. Um, might be a like collaboration between one or more of the people at that range today. Again, we can't say what we may or may not be working on in the future, okay? But <laughs> if we were, I'd say be be really excited. Let's put it that way. Oh hell! <laughs> oh hell! And and if Whoa. if if so, if there were You're something, <laughs> if there were something going on, uh, is that something maybe at Shot Show we would like to to release or talk about? No, it wouldn't be Shot Show. Yeah, I, I, I know Jim and I, we go way back on this conversation, but I don't live shot show to shot show. When we put out products, we put out products for people. Amen. Um, Good job. So, I like that. Yeah, man. And, and that, that's so, yeah, we'll, well, you'll definitely know if something happens, if, if something happens. So I'll be when, at uh, Buck Knives. <laughs> Buck Knives will be the official lead quarters for shot show, the 2019 shot show. And I, I've invited Jim. I've invited Brian. Travis, you are welcome to come by. I'd love for you to stop by the booth. Uh, visit us there at okay. Buck Knives, and we're gonna have a beer garden Wednesday and Tuesday, or Wednesday and Thursday. Uh oh, Uh-oh. Dude, my very first. Dude, I never thought about that. My very first knife was a buck knife too. And I still have it. I should bring it with me. Nice, nice. Yeah, Mine they, too, actually. Yeah. They make, classic black and silver buck, man. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Well, guys, I know you got to get back to training. Thank you so much for taking the time, Travis. Uh, it was a pleasure. Nice to meet you via via Skype here. Hopefully, we'll get to meet in person. Coming up soon, uh, Jim. Thank you so much for putting this together. You and Brian, uh, really appreciate you guys doing that. You're always welcome back on the show. And then, guys, we're going to come back with Brian, and we're going to answer your questions about that 1775 that Occam Defense is getting ready to roll out for you guys. So stay tuned for that. He turned into a pretty damn good builder, this guy. Oh, thank you. Learn <laughs> from the best, right? Well, yeah. I tell you what, I don't, I don't typically just pick up a gun and shoot it and go, "Wow, that's pretty cool," but. I, 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 I did catch myself saying that to myself when I shot his rifle. Uh, it, was, it was solid, man. It's, it's a good piece that he's got there. Very Thank cool. you. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll be Thank back with more. Thank you very much for having me on, sir. All right, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, uh, really, thank you so much for doing this. I know you guys uh, are out there working. Uh, appreciate you taking the time to, to do my little podcast. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm humbled. You're, you're a fun guy, Marty. 
Yeah, big time, big time. I appreciate yeah. it, and and Jim will tell you I'm more fun when we're not rushed. So um, we'll have to have you back on, Travis. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Man. I enjoy I enjoy doing podcasts. So let me know anytime. All right, guys. Well, thanks cool. so much. Train yeah. hard. Thanks again, sir. Take care. All right, see, see you, Marty. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. How awesome was that? Freaking two legends on the Talking Lead AK Corner. And that's all thanks to our good buddy Brian with Occam Defense. Brian, that was amazing. I don't know how you pulled that off, but thank you for doing that. <laughs> you know, those guys are have been really good to me. They're both really good dudes. And, um, you know, they're, they're uh, yeah, what can I say? That was um, really cool. I to, mean, to, gosh, <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was something else. So, um, obviously, I mean, you're back from the class. Um, you went through the, the course here. This is uh, the day after, so to speak. Uh, talk about talk about the class. Give give a uh, personal experience of of what uh, what you went through there. Yeah, it was really interesting. I've trained with a bunch of different folks. Um, let's see, James Yeager, Paul Howe, John Farnham. Oh gosh, I'm leaving some other folks out. Sonny Pazikas. Oh wow. Bunch of- yeah. A whole bunch of different different views on the AK, right? Mm-hmm. And the last big name on the of in terms of people who have a really good handle on the AK. I might be missing I know I'm missing some folks, but but certainly on that list is uh is the gentleman that that I just took that class from. And um he he has a very interesting take on it. You know, Travis is a, a sniper. And so he has a really good take on, you know, there's that expression that you own every bullet that you send down range. Right. And, and a lot of folks will, will say that in a, in an admonishing way, you know, a warning. Mm-hmm. And, um, he, he didn't, he wasn't explicit about it like that, but it was like a, a very definite focus on knowing where every bullet is going to go more, you know, with a, a tacit emphasis on lethality, right. you know, make your hits. And make um, shot count. Yeah. Yeah. And he does a bunch of stuff with, with ergonomics and, um, making, setting up your body position and getting comfortable with your body position to where you get a lot of repeatability Mm -hmm. and where your natural point of aim is really relaxed. Like one of the drills is, uh, getting set up in a particular way that works in a martial context. You know, it's not a contrived shooter stance. It's, it's one that I would happily use in a gunfight. Um, closing your eyes and letting off five rounds while somebody is watching you and, um, your partner, you know, we buddy up like odds, evens or whatever. Right. And your partner calls, keep track of the shots. And then you open your eyes and then you call your shots. You talk about the order in which you thought they strung out in. <laughs> <clears throat> and so you get, it's a biofeedback thing, right? Yeah. Like you get, you get, it's really good. And so you work on your natural point of aim standing, and we spent a lot of time, you know, he's got a great little lecture on prone, you know, where he had quite a bit of trigger time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you get sort of a mini sniper class, but with regard to the AK, not that I think it really matters. You know, there's, 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 there's constants and, and just universal truth. Um, it was interesting because he used the same, the old word for sistema, um, you know, the Russian martial art mm-hmm. is a phrase that I can't pronounce, but it's get to know yourself. Okay. And but there's an interesting parallel there between Sonny and Travis that they both are teaching that you really need to understand your own personal ergonomics or, or biomechanics. And um, Travis is much more 
much more scientific about it and Sunday's a lot more intuitive, but they, they kind of get to the same place, uh, which is get some reps in, do things because of reasons, change something, retest it, see if you're better. Um, and then would you, you think know, that that's a good class for beginners or is this more of an I, intermediate? This one is, um, that's a really good question. Like Sunny is definitely not a beginner's class. Like yeah. if I spend <laughs> one beginner's class, it would be fighting rifle with James Yeager, mm-hmm. um, his shop, the doctrine for a rank beginner, I think is second to none. I think after I took that class, uh, Haley would be the right place to go because Haley works a lot on the finer points, um, in a way that's foundational, but, um, he does assume that you've touched a rifle before. Right. I mean, that- which is a good assumption for most folks. Right. But, but if you're really new to the AK, I think that, that, that fighting rifle is where it's at. Um, but yeah, it was, man, I got, I'm to the point I've trained with enough folks where if I get one nugget, obviously there's a lot of overlap with running a gun, right? Yeah. But if I get one good technique out of a class now, I consider that a real victory. Right. And, um, that, and that's the thing with the training. And, and I mean, you, you just kind of drive the point home there is train with a bunch of different people because, yes. because you're going to take a little golden nugget from, from each one of those and develop your own kind of. Yep. Absolutely. Kind of style. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, worshiping at, at, at one altar is, is not a good idea. Um, and they all are, there's a reason that all of them are still in business. They all have lots of valid techniques, things. And yeah, they, they have lots to teach and they're all special people, um, teaching some really interesting techniques. So, and, and Travis is very unique in what he's teaching. It's a, it's a, it's a pie slice. The stuff that, that, that is unique about him really nobody is doing like there's soft overlap with a bunch of other folks. Right. But yeah, but he's got a real, his, uh, my next, I forget if it's called D3 or D7, but he teaches a class in a in a physics lab, basically, at his Scottsdale headquarters. Yeah, and, you know, he was talking about that a little bit earlier. I was kind of, uh, I mean, I was intrigued by that. I mean, he actually has a lab <laughs> that he kind of sounds like the um, uh, Rocky Four, you know, he's fighting the Russian. and uh, Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Was that four? Yeah, or is that Rocky they, Four? They have a camera that's tracking how your eyes are moving during the situation. Like they have software that's written that's that's amazing. You're playing a video game, and but the instructor can change. The instructor can change how the scenario happens, and then you're using a laser system. But if you get a hit on you, I don't think this is. I don't think they use this in the beginners, but they actually have like the equivalent of a shock collar. It goes on your belt, but if if the if your opponent you know your your fictitious opponent in the video game gets a hit on you you get a good a good jolt of, get a little uh, buzz like, yeah <laughs> yep yep but the the stuff like tracking eye movement tracking heart rate so um, it's so, really clever yeah and i mean you guys definitely need to go uh, check out haley strategic partners their website check out their their courses there and i mean he said that one that you were taking uh you know it's like 800 bucks i couldn't believe that. I was expecting, you know, Travis Haley, a, a three-day, two-day course. Yeah, it was three days. So, you know, <sighs> 250 a day, basically. That's, um, that's not bad at all. That's kind of the going rate. 
So, you know, he's not charging a premium. Oh, and I should say for those of your listeners who haven't taken a course at all, his, um, adaptive Kalash video, mm-hmm. if you took that and you dry practiced it in your living room, you know, safe with no ammunition in the room, check your gun twice, make sure your magazines are empty, make sure there are not any hot magazines in the room, mm-hmm. dry practicing the techniques he shows you in that video with manual of arms and everything will put you way ahead of the curve when you actually go to take a class. Yeah. You can basically save yourself five to $800 just by buying the $40 DVD and running the drills. Yeah. Now, and dry, dry firing is one of the best things that you could do to stay you know, proficient and uh, efficient, I guess, with your manipulation of your firearms. And of course, follow all the safety rules, but you know, it's kind of something that we forget to do. And, um, I, mean, I catch myself, you know, sometimes laxing on that. And at, when you mentioned sure. it, you know, when you mentioned it earlier, um, you know, I, that whole day yesterday, that's what I was doing. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. If, if for those of your listeners that either have some TV time or work from home or work in a place where guns are allowed, I take my work breaks since I'm the boss, I get to do this, but I've got an obviously <laughs> one AK in the shop, but I dry practice maybe five minutes an hour. So when I need to get up and move around and get a break from the computer, mm-hmm. I, uh, I dry practice and it, the, it is five minutes or 15 minutes a day of dry practice will make you so much better. It'll blow your mind. Yeah. It's like, it's like taking steroids or something for weightlifting. It's this mat. It's better. <laughs> Like it's a huge advantage and it's so easy. You just have to do it. Yeah. And, um, just doing it. Make- and again, like I said, it's something I just kind of got away from and, um, yep. it, it's good to get that reminder. So thank you for reminding me of that. Now oh, this, for- this journey that you've been on, you know, taking all these, these training courses, um, with, you know, all these different personalities around the, the country, the, the, you know, it, it was purposeful, you know, it has led you to where you are now. And, you know, what we're going to talk about now is, yeah, sure. is, is your, your 1775, the, uh, ODS 1775 AK-47. So yeah, talk, talk about that journey, you know, that you've gone through and the, you know, the golden nuggets and what led you to, to build this particular AK. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm a, a physicist, which, uh, that's a, you're a geek. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a nerd, and a nerd. I'm, that means I'm an engineer that I can play with a whole bunch of different tools. So I don't just do mechanical engineering; I do electrical engineering. I can do software. I play with a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you know Q from from the 007 movies, the mad scientist who's always come up with the exploding <laughs> or whatever, that pretty much I've done flying cars. I've got stuff on Mars. I've got guns. You know, how cool would that be for you to be Q in the next James Bond? <laughs> That'd be fun. I mean, that would be like a complete from their normal, you know, geeky, nerdy guy to, you know, this big giant. (laughs) Uh, That'd be funny as hell. You're right. It's always a little, it's always a little shrimpy guy. You're right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. They they switch it to somebody (laughs) like you. He's like, Q? (laughs) You're Q? Somebody that can break him in half. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, I I uh, was in California, and California was getting dangerous. This is I don't know five six years ago, and took a bunch of hand to hand stuff and some knife fighting. And I kept asking, okay, how do I use this technique 
X technique if my kids are with me or if I have my kids in my arms. And the instructors would invariably say, oh, get your kids back from the situation and then engage. And I was like, man, if I could break the engagement to put my kids down someplace safely, why the hell would I go back and have a fist fight or whatever or a knife fight? That's right. not how this works. And so I finally realized that even though it was illegal, I needed to learn how to use a gun and just start carrying that. And that ended up being in California. Right yeah. 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 And went to, uh, um, went to James Yeager's school, his doctrine, you know, just found him on YouTube and his doctrine really made sense. It still makes sense. He does a, you know, say, say what you will about him. You know, he turns a lot of people off, but I'll tell you what, his well, school, until you actually meet him and you go through his class, you don't need to, to, to give an opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's neither here nor there. His pound for pound, his school is is where it's at with getting um with getting competent on a rifle. Absolutely. Or a pistol you know, or I, rifle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a sterling uh curriculum. Um so anyway, uh was running a, a California compliant AK, which I won't go into what what an abortion that is, but there's there's a bunch <laughs> of stuff you do to 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 them. And, um, that, that exposed a bunch of ergonomic deficiencies with the AK. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I started working on those and the first product was a scope mount or an optic mount. That's, that's very precise. It's called the RST. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it in favor of other stuff, but it's a good product. Sure. Next came out that, that solved the optic mounting problem on the AK, which in my view hadn't really been done yet. There's a bunch of solutions. I didn't like them for, for various reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, so the next problem was, um, so I had optic mounting down. The next problem was the handguard. They all got really hot and they were heavy. And, you know, my neck running, you know, I do these classes honest with a rifle. If I've got a rifle in my hands, chances are I'm going to have a plate carrier on too. And some really bad shit is going down. So if you spend a week, you know, 40 hours hauling around really heavy gear, your neck starts hurting. You start really understanding what's wrong. Right. With and you're stuff. no small guy. I mean, we've, we've made that comment several times. Mm -hmm. tell, tell everybody how big you are. Yeah. I'm, I'm six, four and about two eighty. Yeah. And big so, dude. Like, and he's lean. You know, he ain't fat. I'm a big, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fat guy. I'm, I'm big, um, big boned. And, uh, I mean, he works so, out in the airport for God's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, my loadout's like 80 pounds or something. Yeah. You know, if you take six, six AK mags, a heavy, a heavy AK, a hundred ounces of water comms. You're well over 300 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. You're well over 300. And so that's a lot of weight to be dragging around. So lightening up the gun was a big deal. And, um, so I ended up coming up with, uh, a product called the Merc, um, which you can pre-order right now. We're about to have them delivered in the next eight to 12 weeks and fulfilled for those who have done pre-orders so far. And it is a free float handguard for the AK that solves a bunch of problems. It does not get hot. It, uh, it gets warm. It does not, you don't need to wear gloves though. It won't cut you up. It won't burn you. Um, it solves, you can strap all kinds of toys on. It's got seven rows of M lock. It's got Picatinny running up on the top. For all so you, you AR can, geeks out there. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that led to, I was, people have kept telling me I need to come out with a rifle and I've been building AKs for five years now, something like that. Um, and I finally, uh, was goaded into it here. And so we've, <laughs> we've, uh, come up with a, a rifle called the ODS 1775, uh, that we've just sold out of the pre-order. 
But I you told you guys, I told you leadheads, our Black Friday Cyber Monday show, told you guys to jump on that because they, they weren't going to last. And there you go. They have sold out. <laughs> but, however, <laughs> yeah, you can get in line. The price is higher, as, as I promised it would be on this show. You know, I was doing an introductory price, but um, and it's going to keep going up. Um, but right now they're, uh, 1445 dollars. Um, and it is a, uh, 14 and a half inch nitrided barrel. We're getting ridiculously tight groups. If you go to our Instagram, you'll see some video of, of what we can do with them. Yeah. Um, I reposted one of those, uh, for you leadheads to check out. It got, uh, got a lot of comments on that. Definitely. It, yeah, it was a good day. And, uh, we've been having in Travis's class, it really got to shine. We were taking, we were doing standing offhand shots at 350 yards and hitting steel every time. I mean, I whiffed awesome. a couple, get me wrong, but when I put the dot on, when the dot was on the thing and I pulled the thing. The and thing was back, on the thing and you pulled the thing yeah, and it hit the thing. Yeah. That, 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 you got it. You got it. Shout out to uh, Jay the Nightmare Gibson. Um, so... Yeah, 14 and a half inch barrel that we pin and weld to 16 with a, a dead air. Um, we're actually doing J-Mac and dead air suppressors. The barrel is a really nice J-Mac barrel. Um, the, the, if you decide to get a break, it's a J-Mac. If you get a flash hider, it's the dead air. Both of them fit um, dead air suppressors and Omega suppressors. If you get the chemo adapter, um, there's a... The Merc handguard, it's Cerakoted in one of three flavors, uh, black, flat, dark earth, and olive drab. There's a, uh, uh, your choice of tango down grip or, uh, Hogue grip. Uh, we offer stippling on that, uh, from Jake Masterson of modern defensive enhancement for 24 extra bucks. Sweet. Um, geez, there's other tuned gas, so it'll, it won't, it'll run good with the suppressor. Um, now you didn't children's- tell me you had the stippling that. That's something new. Yeah, yeah. We've just he's he's a buddy of mine and and real good kid. He's just coming up. He cool. is not going to be doing stippling for long because he's really good, good gunsmith. But he's doing he's doing stippling to get his name out there. And and so for right now, you can get really nice stippling. It comes in two flavors. We've got the Joe Rogan, which has a nice grip to it, but is <laughs> is a reasonable man's stippling job and then we've got the alex jones flavor which is just full <laughs> anger testosterone and if it and you can let go and it'll still be gripping you i want that uh, one yeah cool cool i'm so, switching yeah. my i'm switching my uh my order i want the stippling all right we can we can do that uh, <laughs> you want to go rogan or or alex jones oh here? i want i want the it stick you know you could stick it to the wall i want the alex okay, jones baby you- <laughs> you want the Alex Jones then for sure. It, it's a nice, it's, it's not gross. It's a really, well, you can see it on our Instagram. Okay. He does a really nice job. Oh, we use a children's receiver. We use M13 Krebs plates, ALG trigger group. This is a top of the line rifle that we're selling at an introductory price. You know, you guys just now heard, you know, I think Travis said something like that. He doesn't often grab a rifle and shoot it and go, Oh wow, this is cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, he, he grabbed the 1775 and really enjoyed it and holy hell did he shoot the heck out of it like <laughs> did he really I'll post, <laughs> I'll post some video to Instagram of him running that gun you got and, it is he got a big shit eating grin on his face <laughs> yeah well he's all he's kind of a robot when he goes into uh oh, I got you yeah. he's all business serious when he, yeah yep yep beyond serious but it's it's pretty awesome 
Um, so yeah, that's the 1775. We're going to be rolling out some different price point rifles, but that one is a, um, is a really nice fighting rifle for American patriots to defend their family, the neighborhood or the homeland. And, uh, I care very deeply about making life-saving equipment. I do not make toys. And, uh, this is Absolutely. a honest God tool for patriots. Very cool. So the website, again, they go to OccamDefense.com? That's correct. And if you just uh, Google Occam Defense, will come up, but it's O-C-C-A-M, um, as in Mary. Mm-hmm. And uh, that I didn't know I was making a nerd joke when we named the company, but the <laughs> Occam's Razor. Occam's and, Razor. Did you not know yeah, what that was? I knew what it was. Oh, not many okay. people have heard about it. And um, it's all things being equal. The simplest answer is the right one. And that's, that's yeah. our view of, of good design is take all of the extra stuff off and just perform the function. And that's the optimal tool. And it's keep it simple. Stupid is another way of saying it. It's the same. principle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, very good, man. Uh, I know that there's been several lead heads that uh, if they didn't already jump on that, uh, that pre-order for the black Friday, cyber Monday, the, there's more in line uh, that are wanting to jump on this. So you guys need to do it and you do it quick. What's the down? Is it two hundred? Still two hundred down holds it for you. Yep, two hundred down gets you gets you a spot in line there, and yep, and locks in your price of of uh, fourteen forty five. Very cool. I I suspect on the next run we're going to be up to fourteen ninety five. You know, going to keep the creeping. This thing, it's we're going to raise the price. I I want to be very clear on the front end so that nobody's upset when they find out we raised the price. Like that's the deal. Like yeah. it's well, you've been very honest about it. Uh, uh, so far, I mean, you said it you, uh, in in the previous episode, and you know it it went up just like you promised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you know it, other other people are charging sixteen to eighteen hundred dollars uh, for a gun that doesn't have the features that we do. Yeah. So you know that's uh, we're we're gonna try and keep it real competitive in that window there, but we also got to pay our guys. So yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, we're giving away AKs here on the Talking Lead AK Corner, Talking Lead and Pioneer Arms Corps, Brian. And we've, awesome. We've given away five to date, and we're getting ready to give away another one to one of you lucky lead heads. You know, there's not really any criteria for this. We just ask that you be engaging with us and our guests and our sponsors mm-hmm. on social media, like our posts, share our posts, comment. Engage with the other lead heads, you know, do it in a respectful way. There's been some, um, uh, what do you call them? The, the people that go in and disrupt shit. What are they called? Trolls. Trollery. Thank you. Yeah. 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 We've had some trolls and, uh, you know, I expect you guys to jump all over those trolls and give them hell. So make sure you do that. Uh, but for the most part, everybody's been very supportive and, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Mustang Perry, Geo Osmond, Waylon Austin, Bill Adams, John Adams, Tyler Spence, Jacob Rozeski, Nuffy Rain Wrangle. I don't I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but that's his name. Nick Aroni, Jason Edgar, Andrew Curlis, Pierce uh, W. Taylor, Disruptive Tactics Inc. I know I mean, a bunch of these guys. You know yeah. a bunch of these guys? These good dudes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Tandem Dooley, uh, John Adams the third. I think I said John. Uh, I gave John and Bill Adams a uh, hell because I thought they were probably uh, the same person, but they're two different people, so we verified that. 
Big Papa 94. Uh, I mean, just the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh, so it's tough to pick a winner each time. So, uh, Brian, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, this week I'm going to do three names. Last week with Jim, we did two names. He flipped a coin and our winner was Ed Burton. And, uh, it came down between Ed and, and Jerry Black. And I know Jerry was just, you know, mad as all get out, but. <laughs> <laughs> But Jerry, you're in it again this week um, because I go and I look to see who's who's doing the most, who's doing the most sharing, who's doing the most liking, who's doing the most comments, and I I go through every post, you know, and I'm looking and I'm seeing who all's in there, and uh, you know, uh, I, if your name doesn't come up, you know, don't don't get frustrated because we've still got, I mean, this is our sixth episode, we got six more to go, so we're only halfway through this, guys. Uh, and who knows? I mean, we may continue it uh, in the future too. But I'm going to give you three names, Brian. I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to throw three names out, and I'm going to assign a number to them. So, what's the best way to pick between three people? Would you think it's quite the agony matrix you got I there? Know. If we we're doing it in, in engineering speak, there's you know number of posts, there's the quality of them, there's how positive they are. Well, I've got I mean, it down to three people, and we need to do some sort of a random thing to pick one of those names. And you're the engineer. I'm going to let you figure this out for us. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. After you say the three, I'm I'm look I'm on the side of the road right now. <laughs> if I if I see uh, the first car that I see, whether if it's a truck, it's one. If it's a van or a, like a passenger car, it'll be two. And if it's anything else, will be three. Okay. okay. All right. So here's our here's our three people. We got Jerry Black again. Jerry Black's in it. Uh, All right. We've got Tandem Dooley, and we've got uh, Mustang Perry. All right. That's our three candidates this week. One is Jerry, two is Tandem Dooley, three is Mustang Perry. Yeah, I see a wrecker here, which I'm going to call a three. Okay. uh, What's that, Mustang Perry? Mustang Perry. There you go. All right, there it is. (laughs) So... Congratulations, Mustang Perry. You are the winner of this month's AK Corners Pioneer Arms Corps AK-47 Help Up. Yeah. Oh, sorry not to cut you off, but uh, I was hoping you were going to say Disruptive Tactics because that guy is really cool on my channel. So Disruptive, yes. Disruptive, he's he's an up-and-comer. He has gotten, he's kind of, he kind of got in late, um, but he is definitely... Once he's got in, he's he's been doing it. So uh, he was actually in my top uh, top five. I'm a big fan of his. Okay, no, I mean he's still got you know plenty of opportunities to to win. Now, what you could do if you want to, uh, if you want to give him something from Occam Defense, <laughs> then yeah, you know what? For I'll this episode, him- let's do that. Give him a a little encouragement to keep to keep up the the support. Yeah, yeah. If he private messages me. And I, I know he's a sub, uh, sir. Please, please message me, and I'll uh, I'll get you set up with the care package over here. Awesome! There you go. Disruptive tactics. Get in touch with Brian, and uh, he'll hook you up. Mustang Perry, we need your FFL info, man. So uh, send that, and we'll get it to Schwell. Uh, and again, Schwell sends his apologies. He couldn't make it again. He had some family things that he had to do. Uh, we will get Schwell back on the sh- on the show. I promise you. Promise you, we will. Uh, so next month, part seven, we're actually going to give away a Pioneer Arms Corps Sporter 
AK-47. So that's the full rifle um, that we're going to be giving away next episode. So you Very guys cool. make sure you tune in and keep up the, the, you know, the engagement on social media, Facebook, Instagram, shooting me your emails with suggestions for the show, things you want to, uh, you want us to talk about guests that you'd like to have on the show. Uh, for instance, let me go to my inbox real quick here. So, uh, again, Dooley, Nick Dooley, he's got some emails in here. Ty Spence, Jason Farmer, Jacob Rozeski, Austin, all the guys that I name. I mean, again, they're not just doing the social media stuff. They're sending emails. You know, they're sending suggestions for the, the show, sending in uh, people they like to have on the show. Austin says, guest idea, howdy lefty. I would like to hear Clint Smith from Thunder Ranch on the show or the AK Corner. I've been yeah. watching videos and looking into his training courses. So is that somebody you've trained with, Brian? He is. He's one of the last people on my bucket list. There's a few, actually. It, it, the more I learn, the more I realize I need to train with more people. Um, <laughs> but Clint is like, he's a national treasure. And people have been making noise about him not being relevant. And Good Lord, he, he's, he's amazing. Yep. Ooh. So I, I definitely plan on training with him. And um, he does an AK class every year. Uh, urban rifle with AK specific, and uh, that's likely what I'll what I'll be taking first. But gosh, he's got handgun courses. He's got a high angle high angle precision rifle. He's got a real nice facility out there. Yeah. Only bummer, like five miles from California, which makes me nervous. But you know whatever. <laughs> well, I mean they're pretty famous out there, Thunder Ranch. So they yep they do yep. a lot of stuff. Huge pedigree there. I mean he's he's a direct disciple of Jeff Cooper. So. You know, there's, there's, there's real history there. Well, if um, I can oh, find a, a connection to him, I will definitely reach out and see if we can't get him on the show, guys. That sounds like a good suggestion. Yeah. Jacob uh, Roseski, uh, AK and 308. So he sent a little video here, uh, military leaks video. Uh, so there's a video here. And it's loud as all get out. Let me turn it down. You probably can't hear it, can you, Brian? I can't hear it at this moment, but okay. You know. So basically, uh, it's showing a uh, seven six two by five one AK one hundred three is what it's called. I uh-huh. guess this is one of the new uh, Russian rifles, Russian military. Maybe I mean the, the I, I'm not familiar with it, but Vepers have been made in in seven six two by fifty one for a number of years now. So that's that's a thing you can get. Yep. Okay, it says Kalashnikov Group demonstrated new assault rifle prototype 762-308, AK-308, at the International Military Technical Forum. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. So, I mean, you leadheads, you're keeping me informed. I love this. So, uh, keep them coming. That's just an example of some of the stuff that, that people are sending in. Here's an AK topic question. Uh, hey, Lefty, have a topic I would like to hear more about on the AK Corner. I would like to hear more about ways to attach suppressors to the AK platform. So that's something Brian and I were just actually talking about off air a little bit. And that's coming. I can. Yeah, yeah. And the short answer, if I may. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Is that the, the 1775 um, is ready for an, a dead air suppressor or a silencer co-suppressor. You can just strap one on and go to war with that puppy um, for 
reasonably high quality AKs, the dead air Wolverine will work the way that it's designed. The, um, there's a big problem with getting the two. You can imagine like putting one drinking straw in line with another one. You need those two straws lined up perfectly so that you don't have the bullet hitting the inside walls of the suppressor Mm -hmm. and the dead air Wolverine. The way they solved that problem is that the, the baffles have successively larger openings so that they form a cone. Mm -hmm. So you can have bad threads. The big problem is that the threads on the outside of a lot of AK barrels aren't done right. And so they're cockeyed and the Wolverine, you can strap onto pretty much any AK and have it run. And it's a really cool suppressor. And, uh, you know, uh, we're going to have a guest or you're going to have a guest that Mm -hmm. can speak precisely to that but um yeah the 1775 is ready for war with uh with the suppressor yeah so we've got uh, two experts lined up um we're gonna get uh jomo with Atlas defense and then of course as uh brian just alluded to uh we're going to get dead air mike pappas that's correct yep mr mike pappas with dead air uh, to, to talk more about that, to go in depth. So that's just a little taste of what we're going to be talking about right there. So very cool. Good question. Um, who was that from? Hold on. I didn't say who that was from. Did I? Jason Farmer. So Jason, thank you for sending that in. And one more, uh, Chris Wiseman. And he actually reached out to us through our website, which I don't recommend you guys do that, but you can. It's easier if you just send us an email directly, talkinglet at gmail.com, put in the subject, uh, AK Corner. Chris says, how do I register to win an AK through the AK Corner? Well, Chris, obviously you're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> so that's number one right there, brother. You got to listen to the podcast because I tell you what you got to do. So uh, you guys got to be engaging. I just went through the whole list of everything you got to do. So Chris, uh, if you're listening to it, you're not listening close enough to the show. So that's probably why I've not called your name yet. But thank you for the question. <laughs> he is engaging now. He is engaged. He engaged me through through that. But uh, you got to be a listener to the show because I don't reach out to you guys and let you know that you win. You got to hear your name and you got to get in touch with me. So if if you're uh, you know if you're a listener to the show and you're like, man, I never win. Well, maybe you should go back to some episodes. You might have won something, but uh, you got to listen to win. That's that's key. That's number one. All right, so that brings us to the end of another episode of the Talking Lead AK Corner presented by Pioneer Arms Corps. Make sure you guys go check out Pioneer Arms Corps. Show them the love on the social medias, on their website, and uh, you know you can go order order the AK through them. Get in touch with them. Uh, if you don't win one, you can buy one. Uh, one thing that I just wanted to say real quick, and yeah. you know, you were talking about social media engagement and everything. Um, I, uh, if you guys want to get in touch with me and ask questions, I monitor and I'm, I'm the sole publisher on Instagram and most of the Facebook posts. If, uh, if you want to make a comment, please do so on Instagram. I do have, uh, one of my engineers monitors the Facebook, um, posts, but if you want to get it from the horse's mouth, uh, please just comment in Instagram. And I, I service that several times a day and try to post every day. So, uh, uh, really would enjoy talking with you guys about uh, liberty and self-improvement and guns and all kinds of good stuff. There you go, guys. You just got a, a personal invitation to reach out to Brian. Uh, hit him up. Um, send me your questions too, but go directly to the the source, like he said. Uh, he's not shy. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> but we're gonna have we're gonna have more Brian on. This isn't the last that you've heard from Brian. We're gonna be doing some projects with Brian in the future. So um Brian, again, thank you so much for taking the time to be on, sharing your experience, the training course that you went through there with uh, Haley Strategic Partners and with Jim Fuller. You know, Jim Fuller was there too. That was like an added bonus. Had wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry. Could I give him a real quick plug? Yes, real please quick here? do. Yes, his his AK Builder class is three days of instruction from the you know. The, the Michelangelo of, of American AKs, uh, it's where I built my first AK. He's taught me most of what I know. Been really good to me over the years. He's a great man, great American. And uh, so you get three days in the classroom with him. You get to fire full automatic weapons and uh, go to the range, learn how to shoot a little bit. And then you get to take your gun home with you that you built with Jim Fuller. Yeah, and worth every all penny. of that. All of that is, I think, 1800 bucks or something, and that might sound expensive, but you get a twelve to $1,300 AK out of the deal and three days of class, plus getting to hang out with the legend. Like, with the legend. It's deal. Yeah. It's amazing. So, yeah, you guys definitely go show Jim some love, show Travis the love, let him know that you're leadheads. I'm not saying you're going to get anything out of it, but you might, you know. They, they might throw you a bone. Who knows? Like Travis alluded to in our earlier interview, too, there's a little collaboration maybe or maybe not coming from uh, maybe the likes of the people that we've had on the show today. Yeah, they are really cool guys. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all we can say about that right now. But yep. but rest assured, because Talking Lead is the podcast for exclusives, you'll hear it here first. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, totally. Sorry. I, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. There and, you uh, go. I just need a little yeah. reassurance there. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we announced the Merc on, or the, not the Merc, the, uh, the ODS 1775 on your show. And, uh, now, now this, this thing that may or may not be happening. That's right. Uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Good, man. All right, guys. So until next month. Make sure you do all that dry firing practice that Brian's told you about. Check out Haley Strategic Partners, Occam Defense, and, of course, our good buddy Jim Fuller over at Rifle Dynamics. Brian, thank you again so much. Thank you, sir. It's been an honor and a real pleasure. Uh, enjoyed, you know, hanging out with you here. And, uh, yeah, thank you for your time and for your listeners' time. I know... Uh, yeah, you have many choices in what you put in your ears, and, and uh, I do I do appreciate you giving me your attention. Uh, I like that. Uh, it was good. <laughs> Perfect. That's how I'm going to end it. That was good. <laughs> <laughs>